Welcome to Building the Future, hosted by Kevin Horick. With millions of listeners a month, Building the Future has quickly become one of the fastest rising programs with a focus on interviewing startups, entrepreneurs, investors, CEOs, and more. The radio and TV show airs in 15 markets across the globe, including Silicon Valley. For full showtimes, past episodes, or to sponsor the show, please visit buildingthefutureshow.com. Welcome back to the show. Today we have Oday Kira Shaka. He's the founder and CEO of Century AI. Oday, welcome to the show. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on the show. I, I think what you guys are doing at uh, Century AI is actually really fascinating. Um, but maybe before we get into that, let's get to know you a little bit better and start off with where you grew up. Sure. Uh, so I'm actually from India. So I'm okay. from a small town called uh, Anantapur uh, in Andhra Pradesh. That's a state uh, in India. Okay. Uh, it's in the southern part of India. Uh, it's a small town, and uh, uh, yeah, childhood was very like you know uh, normal, like uh, great parents and a lot of friends and a very close community. And uh, what I kind of uh, probably miss about uh, uh, the place now is that kind of uh, feel for community, okay, where you kind of felt very comfortable walking around, moving around. Uh, so that's what I really remember about my childhood. No, oh, very cool. So you went to university um, at a couple schools. Do you want to walk us through what you took and why? Yeah, sure. So I actually uh, did my undergrad from Indian Institute of Technology. Uh, and uh, this is one of the very competitive schools uh, in India. Sure. Uh, very hard to get into less than 1% acceptance rate. Wow. Uh, I was really intrigued. Uh, yeah, when I heard about this exam, about this elite institution and... Uh, what it, it takes to get in and some of the illustrious alumni, uh, I was quite determined to get in. And it was a big marathon effort for two years uh, to pass an entrance exam and uh, get selected uh, wow. to join the university. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my undergrad. Uh, then I worked actually at uh, uh, one of the world's largest uh, consulting firms uh, called Infosys uh, Technologies. Uh, and that is where I got to know more about the business schools. And I, I was really interested in doing uh, an MBA program. Uh, so I applied for and I got into uh, Duke University. And so I did my MBA from uh, the SQL School of Business and uh, graduated with honors there. Very cool. So walk us through your career up until founding uh, Century AI. Yeah, sure. So uh, after graduating from business school, uh, I joined a management consulting firm and uh, I used to advise uh, senior executives from um, large technology companies and uh, dealing mainly with uh, operational issues or how to grow the company, how to uh, optimize on the cost. So uh, excellent uh, you know, uh, experience uh, learning about the challenges that these executives face and uh, so while doing that, I was really intrigued with this startup ecosystem. Uh, I, I saw like um, the startups like taking off and uh, changing lives of people all over, and I was really interested in uh, nurturing it. So I started investing in startups. I co-founded some startups, and uh, finally I decided the time was right uh, for me to start something because I saw a burning need. Uh, 
that I myself experienced. And I said, hey, why isn't there a solution for this? And that's when, you know, it hit me. Hey, maybe I should go and build it. Uh, so that's uh, kind of the genesis of Sentry. Okay. So what exactly is Sentry and, and how did you actually get it built? Because obviously it's, it's quite complicated what you guys are doing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, Sentry uh, is basically providing a virtual uh, guard for your home. So just imagine, uh, Kevin, that uh, you know if someone were to offer you uh, a person who is there standing at the door and uh, keeping you, your family, and your property safe, 24 by 7 working, and, uh, you know, not only you and your community, you and your family, but also, like, keeping an eye on the broader community, right? right. Uh, so that's exactly what Sentry is. And we felt there isn't a system like that in the market today. And at the same time, uh, I was not really interested in, in building what exists today. Uh, instead, I thought, uh, why don't we just make, there are already many systems available. Why don't we just make them more intelligent so that we achieve the same result? Uh, as that of having uh, almost like a guard, a security guard at the door, working 24 by 7. Okay. So that is what Sentry is. Yeah, that's what Sentry brings to the homeowners, business owners, and then broadly to the communities, uh, basically a safer and uh, uh, a more trustworthy environment. Okay, so just so me and the listener fully understand, you guys are building your hardware or you're partnering with hardware manufacturers or both? Oh, so yeah, we don't do any hardware. So we just partner. Uh, and in fact, in many cases, it just works on top of existing hardware using the open protocols. So that means uh, you actually don't need to uh, uh, officially have uh, a, a contract or uh, a partnership with some of these uh, makers. And so Sentry AI actually works with uh, more than a thousand camera makes and models. Uh, with minimal configuration changes, uh, you can now let Sentry actually manage uh, the security system for you. Okay, so let's back up for a second. Just so I fully understand, so I can get one of the thousand cameras or whatever that work with your system, I install it on, on my outside front door, for example, and and then how do I add uh, Sentry to that camera? Yeah, so so just uh, visualize like, hey, uh, I've been installed this system, and I have uh, set up the system to send the alerts to me if anything important happens. Right. But then uh, most of these cameras they allow you to share those alerts with your spouse or a partner, right? Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so that's exactly what Sentry does. Sentry says, hey, why don't I be the partner? Why, why don't you let me manage it? Um, many of these systems today generate a lot of false alarms totally. to the point where you are going to turn them off, right? Yeah. And that's what happened to me. Uh, when I set up my system, a doorbell system, which is very popular, I was getting 200 alerts a day. And yeah, some crazy. of them, especially facing the road, they're getting thousand alerts a day. And what's the you know you're gonna probably enjoy the show for a day, right? <laughs> and sure. after that, you're gonna turn it off. <laughs> so that's what happened. And so what we do here is that hey, let me, as in Sentry AI, get those alerts, the two hundred, the thousand, and then I will basically filter them to see 
is there a person in the field of you and it's not just a branch wiggling with uh, wind or is it uh, you know a spider crawling on the camera you know ignore all of these only when there is a person in the field of you and more importantly a person that we don't recognize right and if that person is doing something that is not usual uh, right it's not just your neighbor walking the dog but it looks to be uh, a stranger who seems to be intent on probably breaking in right or he's scoping out the place so when we see something like that that is when we feel hey this is worthy of informing kevin not otherwise so what happens is we are filtering out almost 95% of these alerts so we are your kind of two trusted partner here basically all the alerts come to us we filter them and only when the alert is very important for you so we pass it on to you so that's how it works so that's how we make all the security systems smarter and intelligent and okay. more useful for you no very cool so how does it learn over time do i have to give you a, a take a photos or video of trusted people in my family or or how does it work and learn over time who's trusted and who's not yeah so it's kind of all of the above okay uh, so again think of uh, you know you hiring a private security guard to watch yeah. your home uh initially you might introduce they saying like look uh, i'm the guy who's paying you right and so you have some introduction but then the person will learn over time who lives in the house you know uh who is uh, accepted acceptable to come inside uh, the neighbors the friends uh, maybe the uh, housekeeper the gardener the nanny uh, so you, there is a list of people who kind of come in and go and then the person learns like you know these are all okay and our system is exactly like that it basically recognizes people as they're coming in and then will alert you for the first time oh, and then okay. as it sees the person again and again and looks like you are never you know worried about it uh, we assume that this person is trusted but of gotcha. course you can accelerate this learning by providing us this list of trusted people automatically by sharing your uh, like a facebook network it could be your life 360 network or any of these uh, you know uh, trusted networks that you already have or you upload the photos and say hey this is the person and this person is a trustworthy so when you give some prior information it will accelerate our learning even otherwise the system is smart enough to know that it has seen this person again and again and it has informed you a few times and you didn't seem to have any problem uh, so yeah this person is uh, you know okay to be uh, showing up at your place uh, at these times so not like you know the same person at midnight but then at least during these times this person is okay to come so gotcha. so that's how the system is learning okay and then does the system smart enough to recognize animals um and and what not or or other things that just happen to drive yeah. by or pass by the the camera <laughs> yeah absolutely so the system has the core um computer vision ai which is good at recognizing people animals uh, which could be your pets like dog cat and all uh very good at recognizing vehicles uh even iding them by uh looking at the number plate the license plate okay. and also Uh, can detect uh, objects like uh, guns you know it could be oh, weapons wow. uh, so it's really good at getting the knowledge about all these things but then it's uh, one thing just to know them but the second is to know what they are doing right so is this uh, a person who is just passing by like walking uh, on the road 
and just happens to be in the field of view or is this person walking towards your plane so that is the kind of information we are able to discern so knowing you know there is a, a person or a vehicle or an animal uh, in front but then what is that person or animal doing are they coming towards or they leaving or they passing by uh, so that's uh, uh, the information also we have like uh, who is there in the field of view what's going on and then now the third part very important what should i do with it right sure. uh, if there's a guy who's dropping off a package uh, then it will notify you but then if you tell it like hey don't notify me whenever there's a package delivered uh, i just need to know is that nobody else is stealing it <laughs> so we can actually customize the alerts for you right so but sure. the core system it recognizes people animals vehicles objects and then what they are doing as well and then it adds this layer of intelligence again on top uh, to understand what is normal and what should be done what is the actionable thing to do now so that's what completes the sentry ai system and makes it so useful to the owners interesting and then how do you guys price this service yeah so believe it or not uh, all this right is uh, offered to a customer typically a homeowner uh the whole the cost for the whole month uh is not uh, uh any different from getting a cup of coffee from starbucks okay and that's the reason why we've had paid customers from day one even when we were offering like a 15 day trial so we have a lot of very happy customers are very happy with the, uh, the features with the technology and uh, with the pricing as well so we truly think we are democratizing access to a very good security system uh, to a large group of people who were not able to afford uh, some of the premier uh, uh, security solutions that are offered in the market today sure so we truly fill the gap between you buying these cheap cameras and managing the security yourself versus uh, having this uh, uh, full on professional installation and professional monitoring uh, but then paying a lot of money so we fall in between and capture that uh, market in between uh, so we feel this is how we will make the homes the neighborhoods uh, a lot safer overall no very cool so uh, i i want to get into the drones in in a second but is there other things outside of security cameras that i can use your software on or or will it be available on other devices in in the future or are you guys just sticking to cameras for now Yeah so for now again uh, we're starting with the home segment we are looking at what does a home have so the home has security cameras it has, and the cameras have both the video as well as audio capabilities right and then there are a lot of other devices like the door sensors video sensors so uh, as we get information from these we will try to create a more composite picture of the home the occupants the activities and again what is normal and what is not so that's kind of uh, our initial focus but definitely we're not stopping there right? right so we are going into kind of the small businesses the offices and they have very similar needs uh, that any homeowner has and a few more so our as the technology evolves we're going to offer like lot more solutions to them and going all the way to like enterprise and this is where we see the value of uh, you know drones and other equipment where uh, they will be uh you know able to monitor much larger areas uh and of course uh we are thinking about uh offering this to automotive as well like where for example oh, dash cams uh, you must have heard of the sentry mode by tesla right yeah, yeah. Uh, so think of it as uh 
being offered to even uh, a non-premium car, right? So there are a lot of applications for Sentry, and we are truly excited about the opportunities that we have in front of us. No, very cool. So one thing, does it work globally right now? Is it just in North America, or, or what's your geographical region right now? Oh, the beauty of uh, what we do is a software as a service, yeah. and it's available to anyone in the world. Yeah, very right? cool. And I we have figured. customers. Yeah, exactly. And we have more than uh, 30 countries represented in our customer base right now. Wow. And we've literally uh, zero extra, you know, effort or marketing done. Uh, people just find out about us, and it's like, oh wow, this is such a cool product. And, you know, we have someone from Indonesia. And so we were really surprised, you know. Uh, cool. How did they even find out about us? But, uh, yeah, it's, it's so easily accessible to anyone anywhere in the world. Um, they can get advantage of this uh, smarter, more intelligent security uh, literally within a few minutes. Very cool. So I really want to cover the drone side of your business because for large events or festivals or, or whatnot or, or sporting events, I, I think just having your technology monitor those events uh, is actually really quite fascinating. So do you want to talk about what you guys do with, with drones? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so drones actually present a very interesting uh, challenge, right? Sure. Uh, when you see a person like taken, uh, you know, the photo of a person taken, like uh, when they're walking in, walking out, you see the arms, the legs, you know, the hands, and there's a particular shape of a person. You may be able to see the face, right? Yeah. Uh, but when you are using a drone that is flying 40 meters or 100 meters high, all you see is like a small little blob, right? Right. Uh, so it's, uh, it's, uh, it presents, uh, from the technology point of view, it presents a very interesting challenge. But in terms of the benefit, it's like amazing, as you described, uh, there are these uh, huge sporting events, it could be concerts or um, even large campuses and very difficult to access terrain. Uh, now think of like uh, search and rescue operations where you have like fire or oh, smoke. Yeah. And yeah, and you have like a maritime like area where you have a portion of it is land, portion of it is water, or uh, the terrain is different. Like it's flat and then it's hilly and then it goes down. And imagine patrolling or uh, monitoring areas like that, right? And especially with a large number of people, uh, it's a very difficult task to accomplish otherwise, and the drones have simplified this enormously. But the challenge most of these have uh, is that there's a person navigating the drone, and then uh, there has to be a person who is watching what right. the drone is seeing, and then whether it's seeing something interesting or it's just uh, routine stuff. And this is where the problem is, right? Uh, the moment you have a person fully deployed just to keep watching, you know, what the drone is saying, yeah. uh, you're very limited. Let's say you have 20 drones with you, and now you need 20 people to sit and keep right, watching the drone feed, right. right? Not very efficient. So imagine like a large concert, like, you know, if you have 10, 15 drones, you don't have 10, 15 people just sitting and just watching those, right? Yeah. That is what our AI can do. So Sentry AI actually monitors the feeds from these drones and it has solved that technology problem that I described before. Uh, we can detect people, we can detect uh, vehicles, including even bicycles oh, yeah. uh, from a real uh, height, you know, uh, basically from a big height and also where the objects tend to be very small. We can detect the movements, like are they going left, right, front, back, you know, uh, are they... Um, 
uh, moving very fast or slow so we can detect that and we can detect the patterns you know are these normal or they're not normal uh, what's the history and so we are using that kind of information to know uh, you know whether the uh, of these 20 drones is there a particular drone that is streaming uh, the footage that is useful to the security operator so now you just need one person to be able to focus on the most important uh, uh, you know feed out of the 20 right so yeah. that is the big advantage that uh, sentry ai offers uh, to uh, the drone operators so they don't need to hire a person for every drone to be monitoring and uh, uh, and managing the flight path you can set the flight path on uh, some kind of an auto and let sentry uh, ai monitor the feed and surface the one that is the most interesting one or important one so that uh, you know you can achieve a lot for a lot less interesting no i i i 100% think that that to me is actually really quite fascinating because i i, I don't i don't really want to get into like a political side of things but i think if this can prevent um a, a tragedy or or somebody that's lost and get like help them get uh found or that kind of thing i i think it's all worth it right the the whole platform right and and so that's got to be really rewarding in itself to either you know see somebody's house not get burglar burglarized or you know it, it in that kind of sense that's actually really quite fascinating but I'm curious to dive a little bit deeper without getting maybe too technical on how the technology actually works because I think at 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 this point everybody kind of understands what AI means maybe at a high level but do you want to talk about um a little bit of the technology and how does it actually de- detect people compared to uh, a dog say or, or or that kind of thing Yeah so this has been a very underexplored area of research uh, so far uh, so if you look at a lot of computer vision journals and uh, the research that's happening most of them are focused on the autonomous driving vehicles right, right. Uh, very little is happening for drones and uh, so i'm very proud to say that our research team uh, has been at the front lines trying to look for the latest and uh, and there were very unique and innovative techniques we had to use uh, to be able to detect people and and this is not just during the daytime right uh, so think about the applications at night a search yeah. and rescue uh, or in the fire or smoke area, uh, you know situation uh, you need to detect people when the visibility is not very clear so you can use some thermal cameras now the signature of a person or an animal uh, you know in that thermal image is very different So many of these as you know about AI it's all about the data and data sets and so many of these situations they don't even have good quality data sets available for us uh, so our company is now using some very unique and innovative techniques to create uh, some of these data sets and to modify uh, the algorithms to actually um, detect people animals when they are very tiny and uh, still do it with a reasonable amount of accuracy so uh, that's what the sentry ai has been doing and uh, uh, so we have actually tested and piloted it with uh, uh, a mining corporation which is trying to uh, reduce uh, uh, pilferage uh, where like vehicles come and steal their uh, uh, materials at night oh, <laughs> or sure. uh, even during the day 
uh, they just want to know, hey, is there a strange vehicle that's coming in, right? Mm-hmm. Or is a person kind of sneaking in? So that's kind of what they wanted. And they shared some of their uh, videos. And we were able to identify, hey, look, I'm able to spot this person. Interesting. So you guys are also doing some stuff in the smart city space. Do you want to talk about what you guys are doing in, in smart cities or for smart cities? Yeah, sure, sure. So we actually have some active discussions going on with uh, uh, some cities that are interested in deploying the latest in uh, artificial intelligence uh, to make the cities more livable. And that includes traffic management. It includes uh, parking, uh, collecting toll. And so we have uh, solutions at a broad level that help uh, manage all these. Uh, so we, we because we have uh, this ability to process the feed from drones or even from like uh, static uh, uh, cameras, we're able to look, you know, at the traffic pattern. Is the uh, street looking fully occupied? I mean, uh, the traffic does not seem to be moving. We're able to alert so that the authorities can actually uh, take some action for about that. Uh, similarly, uh, for parking, so we're able to tell uh, basically what spots are not uh, used and therefore, we can direct oh, uh, the traffic or the vehicle to uh, uh, a spot that's open for them instead of them circling around like endlessly around the block. Right. Uh, so same way uh, for toll collection. So in, um, uh, in many uh, countries and cities, uh, now it's no longer uh, necessary for you to carry this RFID tag. Uh, that you would stick in the, on your dash, right? right. Uh, so that is kind of going away. Uh, all they need right now is uh, to see the license plate of your car or a, a truck. And that's enough to know who is actually using that uh, road, right? So uh, that's basically... Um, um, so that is how the cities are trying to use the latest uh, uh, artificial intelligence technologies to uh, make the lives of their citizens know a lot better. Interesting. So we talked a lot about video. Are you guys doing anything on the audio side? If somebody, I, I don't know, like is yelling for help or or something else they're yelling for, do you do any audio detection or is it just video? Oh, yeah. So we actually have uh, built a proof of concepts for utilizing audio to improve safety and security. And this includes, uh, uh, it could be uh, fire alarms or like uh, a person calling for help, uh, or it could be um, even gunshots, uh, glass breaking. So we have uh, built these proof of concepts and we're just waiting for the right hardware to be available for us to deploy a solution. So right now, there aren't enough uh, good hardware, uh, basically devices, either in the home or in the business area that can relay this information reliably for us to process and to provide our uh, uh, solutions. Interesting. Okay. So I'm curious, how did you guys actually get this technology built? Did you guys raise some money? Did you bootstrap a little bit of both? Or or how did you actually get this thing uh, built? Yeah, so we actually initially started off with uh, the funding and uh, from the founders. Okay. Uh, so we bootstrapped in that sense. And uh, from there on, uh, we've been demonstrating this uh, technology to various uh, uh, stakeholders involved in the security. 
and one of them happened to be an active duty police officer. Okay. He was so impressed with it that he said, hey, I'm investing in this. I'm a police officer and uh, I know there hasn't been enough uh, done to improve the home security. And I want to encourage you guys and I want your company. So we literally had to start uh, accepting uh, outside investor money from there on. And so we uh, were very lucky to get, uh, you know, uh, big champions like that. And a lot of uh, those with technology background, so who provided an initial round of funding and uh, then followed on with uh, another uh, round of angel funding. So we currently have about uh, 1.1 million raised uh, from all these angel investors. So that has been, uh, you know, something very important for us uh, in two ways. One is to actually, of course, fund the development that we are doing, but also prove that there are a lot of people who believe that this is an important uh, problem to be solved. And they are actively backing us in every possible way to bring this to the market faster. No, that that's that's awesome, man. So I'm curious to know where can you guys potentially take this? Because we're we seem to be kind of at the beginning of the AI revolution. Am, am I correct in saying that, or what are your thoughts around kind of AI and where where it'll potentially go? Oh, absolutely. We have not even scratched the surface of it, right? And this is at the very beginning of applying AI. So there's a lot of research and talk about AI. There's like all of science fiction out there. Uh, but for the real-world deployment, this is just the beginning. Uh, AI is going to lower the cost of delivery of so many services. Uh, so whatever we take for granted on uh, the Internet 2.0, like uh, having a website, uh, that is that makes your life easier to transact or to communicate. Uh, the AI is going to bring uh, real-world applications very soon. And one of the primary applications of AI would be in making this world more intelligible and uh, smarter for the rest of the uh, algorithms to take over. Uh, in the sense, for example, uh, autonomous driving is all about understanding what's in the field of view and then helping uh, the navigation system decide how to drive, right? The right. same way, uh, I think for security as well, uh, it's, it's a big revolution that is waiting to happen where uh, these cameras and the security systems can be upgraded to the next level uh, where they know automatically who is basically coming, what are they doing, and are these uh, normal or do I need to alert someone? This is going to dramatically improve the safety and security of the communities. Uh, you will no longer have, uh, you know, uh, a feeling that, you know, hey, I don't know if I locked my house or not. Uh, is it safe? Is someone like, you know, uh, breaking in? Like, you don't need to worry because uh, now your home is basically secure and it's monitored by uh, the virtual guard. So, right. and it is possible for you uh, at a very small cost. I think that is the big difference. The AI is becoming affordable right now. Uh, where you can actually deploy it to solve some of your pertinent problems uh, that you face day to day. Sure. And what are your thoughts around, I think a lot of people are worried that AI is just going to take over and take all their jobs. What are your thoughts around that? Are, is it all doom and gloom or is it, uh, you know, green pastures or a little bit of both? <laughs> uh, no, I, I truly believe it's, uh, it's a combination of both. And sure. uh, uh, I mean, think about uh, what security guards do today, 
right? Yeah. So literally, they just sit there and watch TV for hours on an end. Sure. Uh, it, it's such a monotonous and mind-numbing job. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, can we make this better, right? So can you now have AI do a lot of this and then give something more useful and actionable to someone who is supposedly managing security? Right. So that is how the transformation will happen. There will definitely be a reduction uh, in jobs of the type that are very monotonous and uh, which can be offloaded to a computer right, program uh, a lot cheaper. Uh, so in that sense, uh, there would be uh, job categories which will change, and you will have more sophisticated, uh, a, a more active security guard in future, who is now empowered uh, with this intelligence that is coming from these uh, smarter security systems. Uh, and so, uh, you know, there there would be a need for uh, all these uh, the current security guards to upgrade themselves to learn new technologies. And potentially, you know, get into the maintenance to to other uh, opportunities as well. So it's a very tough, uh, you know, uh, transition. Uh, I'm not trivializing it. There would be a lot of adjustments to be made, and this is something that we all should work together as a community, right? Uh, otherwise, it's uh, it's it's going to lead to a lot of uh, uh, societal divisions, unrest and uh, potentially even kill uh, the benefits you can get out of this. So I do believe it has to be managed really well uh, to the point where the technology is actually benefiting the whole of humanity and not only a few within that. No, fair enough. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting transition. And I I think, too, like a a lot of people, if you can make somebody's job more exciting uh, and and less dangerous than some of the monotonous tasks that they need to do all the time, that's a win, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just think about it. This mining corporation, which wanted to use computer vision AI uh, to monitor the mines, they were really afraid that uh, if they send a security guard the way they do today, uh, just to go around the property, uh, they, that there were many who actually lost their lives. They just ran into the thieves who were armed and they shot uh, the security guard dead. Right. Uh, I mean, could we just have a drone just fly and see, you know, uh, who's there? Oh, there's a truck. Oh, it's not just a truck. It has like a bunch of people and the, they are, actually have guns with them. You know, I can't just send one lone security guard, yeah. right? I need to send, you know, I have to call the cops, like send like, you know, two, three, uh, you know, vehicles. So that is how AI is actually going to make things different. Now you actually have a more efficient response to this and the security guards you know will be able to you know even keep themselves alive in the situation so in that sense i think uh, uh, you really need solutions like this to keep uh, the security operators also safe so i totally agree with you on that uh, there are many benefits here and if we manage it well those benefits can be shared by everyone in the community sure so I'm I'm curious to know how do you guys decide what features to actually add into the platform? Is it a lot of oh we're collecting this data of this object that we never thought of before, or are you getting feature requests from from customers, or or how does that work? Because I think that could be really challenging as a, as a startup. Absolutely. So uh, we have, as a startup, limited resources and very little time. 
right? Right. So we've been really focused on what will truly change, you know, the security situation of uh, a home and how do you make the homeowners feel more secure? So we actually did many interviews, surveys. Uh, we looked at primary and secondary research in that sense and tried to understand like, where is the pain in the market and then what features are missing right now. And one of them that I experienced personally when, when I had a garage break-in was, hey, how could I not have prevented this? And I looked at it like, hey, the current security system generates so many false alerts. So if I can just show me, show or surface only very important alerts, you know, that would be the first thing that will make me, you know, feel safer. And so that is where we prioritize a lot of our energy in reducing the false alerts. And so in the same way, we then looked at, okay, what else? So people wanted to know, hey, if my kids come home, I want to get an alert. You know, yeah. otherwise I don't want to get alerts for everything, right? Uh, so, like, we really listen to our customers. What is it that you would want the system to do for you? And in some cases, they are very uh, explicit in asking for it. And in some cases, we had to understand what's between the lines. You know, what are they looking for truly? And so that is what goes into our product development process. We prioritize the uh, feature development based on a customer need and not just for the sake of doing research. So, I mean, we are a startup with limited resources. And uh, so what's very important for us is uh, the customer uh, impact. Uh, by doing this, are we able to make the homeowners feel more secure, the business owners feel more secure? If so, we will start investing our time and energy in development of this feature. Otherwise, no, it can wait for another day. So that, that's basically how we go about uh, uh, building out our uh, uh, product portfolio. No, that that makes total sense. So I'm curious to to dive a, a little bit deeper into maybe how how do you actually use like AI powered computer vision to actually detect objects? Like, is it once it you how do you like actually train them to to do this? Do they need to see the same uh, type of thing? a bunch of times or, or how does it kind of work? Yeah, so there are quite a few techniques here. Uh, so there, there's obviously uh, an object classification. So uh, a lot of uh, uh, universities and uh, premier uh, companies in the AI research, they've already created data sets which tell, hey, this is what a car looks like from okay. the front, from the back, from the side. So, and same with the person, right? With the people, like this is what they look like, you know, in all different angles and dimensions. Uh, so there are a lot of data sets that now are available. And more importantly, there are some uh, networks which are already pre-trained to detect those uh, uh, objects and people as well. Uh, so, so that's one way we actually uh, start the process of uh, learning, you know, uh, identifying the objects. And of course, this has to be, uh, tweaked for that. Like, you know, if the lighting conditions are different, uh, a car doesn't look like a car anymore, right? right? Or if the angle is different, the car may not look like, like if you're from a drone, the car doesn't look like a car. You don't see the headlights. Uh, so uh, how do you still know it's a car, right? So, so do you have to get a different data set for that? Sorry to interrupt you. Do you have to get a different data set for like a car on the ground as opposed to a car from above from the drone? And do they sh does the data set share between the two so like i guess i'm assuming more more images of a car at different angles whether it's from a drone or the street is better than just from one correct 
Correct, correct. Okay. So you need data sets, but again, uh, without making it too uh, expensive, there are yeah. a lot of synthetic data sets that can also be generated. Oh, Once okay. you have like a 3D model of a car, uh, you know, you can now actually create like what the car looks like from all possible dimensions, right? Ah. Uh, so so there, there are a lot of very uh, clever ways of trying to uh, build these data sets and then uh, learn from it. But more importantly, uh, so Sentry has to date processed nearly 15 million images. Wow. So we have a lot of data to work with, and we have a very active beta user program uh, where uh, uh, sophisticated users, they are really interested in furthering the research in this space. They are sharing their camera feeds with us, and uh, we are using that information as well. Uh, and from different parts of the world, uh, some cameras looking inside, some outside. Uh, you know, we have images from during the daytime, the nighttime. And uh, so we are able to take advantage of all this uh, to build some of the our own unique capabilities in identifying objects. Sure. Well, and as you collect more data, the better everybody's systems get, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. So eventually, Sentry is not just for that particular home where it is being used. Uh, the, uh, the learnings uh, from it, uh, for, let's take an example, like package theft. Okay. So uh, there was no such thing as package theft before e-commerce. Uh, and yeah. so a lot of security systems that we have today, they're built for securing the properties, assets inside the home, behind right. the door. They never visualized there would be you know, a package which is outside the door that could also be stolen. So... Uh, it, it became like, you know, uh, a rigid system then. But when you have an AI-based system, it understands that, hey, uh, one home anywhere in the world needs to have such a problem. And then now that learning can now be transferred to all other systems anywhere in the world, saying that, hey, this can potentially happen. Somebody can steal stuff from in before the uh, door. So watch out for that. You know, watch out for this particular behavior. And that learning can now be transferred to every other system in the world. And that is how you basically have like one or two uh, casualties, but then uh, the rest of the system is protected. Right? Or the, the whole community is now protected because right. of this learning. Uh, and probably a lot of biological systems work the same way, uh, where they learn from, okay, uh, a, a bad situation and then transfer that learning to, you know, the rest. No, that, that makes a lot of sense, but we're kind of coming to the end of the show. So how about we close with mentioning where people can get more information about you guys and any other links you want to mention? Absolutely. So uh, you can uh, visit our website. It's uh, uh, www.smartcentry.ai. Again, uh, www.smartcentry.ai. So we are available on uh, uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, where you can catch our updates. Again, uh, from our perspective, uh, we really welcome people who want to test out, try out our software, uh, join our uh, trial, and then if you like it enough, join our beta program where a lot of new experimental features are being released and provide your feedback. So we're eager to kind of uh, hear from you. And we're also uh, looking for investors. So we're uh, planning a Series A uh, fundraise in the next few months. We're looking for uh, VCs and other investors uh, who are uh, excited about uh, the physical security space that is ready to be upgraded uh, by a lot of this intelligence uh, that uh, AI is bringing to the table. And uh, we're also looking for uh, great uh, team members. Uh, 
so uh, if you're interested in working for century again uh, go to the website and you can send us an email careers at uh, smartcentury.ai and we're more than happy to talk to you so yeah we're looking for uh, customers uh, beta customers we're looking for investors we're looking for team members and um, so in general if you are interested in this space uh, do drop us a note and we're more than happy to get in touch with you Perfect, man. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time and your day to be on the show, and I look forward to keeping in touch with you, and have a good rest of your day. Oh, thank you so much, and I appreciate giving us the opportunity to speak to you and your listeners, and we're really excited to uh, get this message to all of your audience. Thank you so much for your time. Okay. <laughs> have a good one. Get thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Please visit our website at buildingthefutureshow.com to join the free community. Sign up for our newsletter or to sponsor the show. The music is done by Electric Mantra. You can check him out at electricmantra.com and keep building the future.